0: Check out the new PropSwap.com and use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. And next, we're brought to you by PrizePix. Picks is DFS simplified. Head on over to PrizePix.com and use promo code SGP for a 100% instant deposit match of up to $100. And next, we're brought to you by SoBet. SoBet. Sign up today and bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io. That's SoBet.io. And lastly, we're brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that allows you to sync your fantasy football league and bet on head-to-head matchups. Download the app today or just head on over to BetterFantasy.com sgpn that's B-E-T-T-O-R com slash S-G-P-N. And speaking of download apps, I'd be remiss if I didn't tell you to go download the SGPM app. It's your home for all of our free picks and podcasts right there in the palm of your hand. So download it wherever it is you download apps.
1: Yo Degenerinos. I am back, baby, to rescue the show. Just joking. Episode 89 went down uh, smashingly. This is episode 90 of the MMA Gambling Podcast and Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And I am back. Jeff Fox is back. I finally actually showed up for work when I uh, am supposed to. Uh, let's dedicate this episode to my associate host who had the rug pulled up from under him and had to do episode 89 by himself last minute. And did a mediocre job, which is all we expect from him. Gave out mediocre picks, um, had mediocre jokes. You know everything you expect from this podcast. So he, he filled he filled my shoes admirably. But I'm back, so the banter is back. I know that's what brings you all here is is the banter, not the winning picks. Um, because it sounds like most of you are still uh, tailing Dan for some reason. So obviously you don't care about winning picks, or you would be telling the other person that's on this show. So. Thank you for listening. Hopefully, you are listening on the dedicated feed, MMA Gambling Podcast feed, because um, you get these podcasts earlier and in your ears before uh, all the smart bettors drive those lines in the opposite direction of, of where we tell you to bet them. So um, let's introduce my associate host. I haven't heard him snickering yet, so he must be seething mad at all, everything I said uh, heading into this uh, heading into this introduction, or he's he's muted himself, one or the other. So... Um, what should we call him? Um, I don't really want to uh, call him anything. He, he's just mediocre. Oh, Actually, he was good two weeks ago, good three weeks ago. So he, he's he's basically he's – let's call him Mr. 50% because he was about 50% last night. And two out of the past four weeks, he actually was good with his picks. So we have to find some other obscure type uh, thing for him to bet on because when it comes to Saturday night picking UFC fights – put it, uh excuse the French, but he's the shits, plain and simple. So maybe that's what his nickname would be, the shits. Daniel Breland. <laughs>
0: Do you know what that reminded me of? <laughs> what? Saying saying he's the shits. Have you um have have you ever seen that uh have you ever seen that tweet from Habib when he was he was shit talking Tony Ferguson? Uh, uh probably. Yeah, so I I'm almost positive I have this saved to my phone right now. Hang on, let me let me get the exact wording here. Because I know uh it's really important. So it was when it was when Tony Ferguson had been uh, he had been calling out Habib, and, and Habib was like, it was right before Tony Ferguson was supposed to fight Kevin Lee because Habib had pulled out of another fight, or the chairman was, I can't remember why. So Tony Ferguson sent a whole bunch of tweets at Habib when he's got a fight with with Kevin Lee coming up. So the direct quote yeah, from Habib:
1: post- Save time to do it.
0: Yeah, right. So <laughs> Habib sends out the tweet. And he says. You have a fight soon. Your opponent is very tough and most underestimated in the lightweight division. Focus on him. I wish you and your family the best. Even though you look like a shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do remember that one. Yeah. Yeah. but like the the use of the use of a uh, before the article a yes. uh, before shit is the funniest part of that. By a that while,
1: the key. And,
0: and you just told me I look like the shits. Uh, no, no, you
1: yeah. don't look like it. You look amazing. Your yeah, your pics look like it. You you yeah, well, always look stunning.
0: But it's but it's the use of the article that's funny, and this is yeah. why people come here too for grammatical breakdowns. Of exactly, that's what we're all
1: about. <laughs> How about yeah. a weather report? It is. I'm looking out the window. It's a winter. It's a winter wonderland here, Dan. How about? How about in your? Oh no,
0: it's not snowing yet? here yet. No, if you guys it's, are crazy with your. snow. Yeah, you it <laughs> it
1: it's so stereotypical. I don't. I, I, and it's actually. It's actually sticking on the ground now. It wasn't earlier, but now it is on the ground, which is one of my best funny. friends
0: lives in. One of my best friends lives in Alaska, and he sent me a picture this weekend. He had six inches of snow this weekend where he was. It, it's like how often? Insane. Like, when, dude. when does the snow go away? In in Alaska? I don't think yeah, ever. Right? They live, don't off? they We're don't least... they live in igloos and shit? I think
1: so. <laughs> That's what we do at least. So Dog Sled just went down past my house uh, as we speak. So all right, but we should stop um stop beating around the bush and, and delaying Dan's uh Dan's beating here cause, um do you want actually? You, you want to do the positive first? You want to do? Uh, you did pretty good with Bellator picks, right? You want you
0: want to hit that first? Yeah, then... I went th- I went three and one on Bellator picks, which was good. And yeah. uh, I went I think I went uh was I zero one? Yeah, I was zero one in um, oh, LFA, but right. I actually think that that decision was not good. Oh, here we uh, go. And, and actually, the the two I lost, both of the ones, uh, both the Bellator one and the other one, were both split decisions. So yeah, which is under... um, yeah. yeah like, the-
1: that's the worst list in the split decisions. It's the worst. I,
0: I think I think Litten Vessel beat uh Tyrell Fortune, so I was wrong on that pick, but uh you know it came up as a split decision, so it obviously was Razor Close too. So yep. um but yeah, so I'll, I'll take three three and two there, and one cancelled site. <laughs> There's one canceled site,
1: too. Yeah. Um you had Zulus and Aaron, out. Yeah, one? That, that was that was that
0: canceled, was the one was yeah, that one got cancelled. They actually Okay,
1: that was the one that was canceled, right.
0: They actually okay. had that as the main event. When that got canceled, they – I think right. they went with a straw – a women's strawweight
1: interim right. title yeah.
0: fight like thrown together at the last second, and then the medicals on one of those fighters didn't come through. So that – Okay, that's why confused. I
1: got confused. Yeah, yeah, so then it wound I up – the main event excited.
0: wound up being Askar Askar uh, and – uh, Yeah, with, with – no, he, he won.
1: Oh yeah, right. He won, he won. You, you, and you I, I went Gomez, against him. Right.
0: Yeah, which and I said it was funny. I said on the the podcast that I thought he would be a massive under or a massive favorite because he's got right. the UFC experience. Um, right. and I would bet Gomez. I, I thought he he was good, and uh, the lines came out Gomez negative three hundred. So I was like, oof. Uh, I don't I don't necessarily if I knew that ahead of time, I'd probably bet on Asgard, not uh not Gomez because uh I didn't think he was that much better, but uh weird like i said LFA, impossible lines to guess
1: yeah usually yeah cuz usually you're pretty spot on with with your picks uh, i think you were fairly good with uh, picking your bellator lines um you you had just seen what we everyone in the world had cyborg winning except maybe the severe mma people were kind of <laughs> saying that Kavanaugh had a chance
0: cuz they're irish she, but she didn't she was no. she's like one of the worst challengers that cyborg's ever seen yeah her record I don't is mean not to be good. It's not good. And if you look at who she no. lost to, like, they're, they're the type of people who you would then worry about somebody fighting Cyborg. Um,
1: yeah.
0: But I, I was I was a little surprised uh, Blenko was such a favorite against Pam Sorensen. I expected right. that to come in at, like, negative 200, and it came in negative Um So that, yeah. that's too bad.
1: Um, going back to Cyborg, she's still one of the fighters. who I will watch her fight no matter who she's fighting or where she's fighting. I'll, I'll watch her fights because it's still – it, I, maybe it reminds me of the olden days but it's 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 an event still watching her fight even if it's it can't it's not like having a can, but even if it's overmatched opponents which it will be um
0: forever it,
1: it, yeah forever unless she's back in the ufc which that didn't really she'll never be either party no that they both can't stand each other but you know i find her fights entertaining maybe uh
0: maybe i like watching slaughters, i don't know but um I find her entertaining too because she's so good. But right. here's the thing. Here, here's the thing I will say about that. Right, like she is so good, and and I watch it. But part of the reason I watch it too is it's gonna take six minutes for me to watch it, and then I don't have to tune it in. Right, like it, like you have to watch her walkout. That's probably eight times longer, as long as we're being honest. Uh, yep. and and that's a little bit upsetting. Like we can't find anybody to just give her a fight. Um, but yeah, I guess. Uh, yeah, I I watch her too every time she's on because she's bad.
1: You watch she's everything, else, well, So
0: I watch a lot. Yeah, I watch a <laughs> lot.
1: <laughs> but no, Kayla Harrison's gonna. They're gonna throw her. Everyone thinks Kayla Harrison can get thrown right in there and have no trouble with Slabberg. I'm I don't know. Want to break down that fight? What do you think happens in that fight? What do you think the
0: line would be in that fight? I, what, I side, think, what side?
1: What side you taking? What,
0: what do I think the line will be, or what do I think the line should be? Do both. All right, so let's start with where the line will be. The line would come in there with Cyborg at, like, negative 325. Um, you can get, really? like, a plus. See, you think so? plus, Yeah, I do. I, I think people really believe Kayla Harrison is – Well, I actually only think it will be that close because people are high on Kayla Harrison. Uh 'cause well, there it, is
1: a line, Dan. Sorry to interrupt, but there is a line.
0: Is there already a line? Get out of here. There
1: is already a line. Minus I, I, 200 I, I, at open night.
0: Okay. Okay. So I wasn't that
1: off. plus, plus one seventy.
0: Okay. So I wasn't too far off. I, I was like oh, minus one hundred away. That's not too yeah. too bad. I think where the line should be. And now, if you, if your book is offering this, and you're one of those people who don't mind uh, having money just sit in your account that you kind of can't touch because yeah. um, that might not happen for a while. You know, you don't mind having open tickets. You're not one of those people who likes to, you know, only bet when it's going to close out over the weekend. Go better right now. There's no reason yeah. not to bet cyborg in that fight. Yep. If, if unless that, if unless that, Harrison
1: has a bunch of fights leading up to it where where she gets more experience. That, that's the where, only the fight, only catch, where,
0: and where she can fight somebody who can box her and stop her takeouts. Yeah. Because I think yes. cyborg. Here's the thing: she might be huge. She might be a gold medalist at uh, in judo. Right? We've seen that before. We've seen women who are really good at judo and who have taken every schmuck down that they fought. And when they fight somebody who's got good boxing in great range, they stop. Amanda Nunes. Right? (laughs) Uh, Amanda Nunes has – Holly Holm. And Holly Holm beat the shit out of Ronda Rousey. And you know, I I know people are out there being like, well, Ronda Rousey didn't have a well-rounded game. Kayla Harrison doesn't have a well-rounded game. She's not some, like, amazing boxer. She's not great at closing distance. Like, she's not, like, an amazing takedown artist on somebody who's got good footwork. Nobody she's fought has had really great footwork, like an exceptional footwork. There are people she's fought who have had good enough footwork, uh, but, like, nobody she's fought has had anywhere near close to what Cyborg's going to do to her. And nobody she's fought can hurt her like Cyborg can. at, At this point, like, who's the... Larissa Pacheco is, like, maybe the best name she's fought, right? Or, I mean, I I guess it depends on how you feel about Cindy Dandwa and, like, the really end part of her career. Because Cindy Dandwa, way back in the day, was, like, actually somebody you should pay attention to. But, like, think about Pacheco, right? Like, Pacheco is probably the best one. She got submitted by a strawweight Jessica Andrade in one round. One round it took Jessica Andrade to submit her and, like, that's the best competition that Kayla Harrison has fought. Like, you are like, do you put Cyborg in there with Jessica and Draj? Like, it's, that's that's not going to end well. <laughs> no. And she's used to being
1: far more, uh, far bigger and more physical than her opponents, and Cyborg is another fighter who, you know, has to struggle or work hard to cut down to uh, uh, what featherweight as it is. So um, it's not like she would have a huge power or strength advantage. I don't think either of us are saying that, Kayla Harrison is the shits, like like Dan is, but um, <laughs> if she, if she she shouldn't be good. She should not be good already. Like she's just, and she she's probably exceeded expectations, at least in my eyes, up to this point. So, um, I think I'm she just, is
0: developing, though. You know, like, uh, you yeah, know, oh, definitely. We're, we're not here shitting on her because, like, I I do think she's developing. She's figuring stuff out. She's getting better at things. But like, the difference between like going twelve and zero against like Taylor gradado and going twelve and zero against I mean like even somebody like Aspen Ladd or Norma Dumont like Aspen Ladd or Norma Dumont would starch the women she's fighting right they would oh, yeah. beat the hell out of them um so like she's beating the hell out of them which is good for her but at the same time like yeah like if if she if she can't fight that higher level competition that pushes her and the first person who's gonna do it is Cyborg
1: <laughs>
0: yeah like jump on a negative 200 line when you can exactly
1: yeah, Harrison's another one of those fighters that is still much must watch uh, for me at this point cuz I am very interested in seeing seeing her progress plus it's it's fun to see someone so dom- so dominant um dominant at the sport. So I would not that I ever want to follow Dana White's lead but I would uh tell her uh, her being Harrison to you know stick with PFL at least for another season. They seem to be bringing in more and more um bigger names and more uh challenges for her in her weight class so just you know f- fight some more experienced fighters win another million bucks and then then we can talk we can talk about you fighting maybe what top three women's fighter of all time maybe top two probably i guess the noons is probably the best of all time and then what cyborg
0: yeah i'm pretty sure i'm probably. in that order Noon, noons yeah. cyborg you know and the then most he, dangerous yeah and, and then after noons and cyborg it is like a toss-up of like you know 30 women who you could throw in there yeah. I, I mean i guess yeah. i guess you should probably include valentina shevchenko in there yes. as well like she's yep. she's probably she's probably the 2b to to cyborg being the 2a yep
1: so that was easy pick cyborg obviously and then uh yeah the fortune v- vassal one i think i was surprised to a lot of people um what was the what was the line on that um like, I can't remember yeah. exactly.
0: I I think I think yeah. it got bet down as the time went more and more people were in on vessel, which I thought was kind of surprising because I think it opened yeah. near -300 but it closed I think under -200 for fortune. Um and it wanted to be in vessel at like 135. Um but I, I think a bunch of yeah, people probably got you. him up or up over 2 if I'm not mistaken. -188
1: 210. Uh, yeah. Fortune with minus is where it ended um yeah, it's uh, Vassal in the performance rankings I run on my site, MMA-manifesto.com. He's the top heavyweight now after beating Fortune, because Fortune was 11-1 in Bellator and had won, like, nine of his last ten. So uh, I got him some mega points there. So um, And then what other? You had Arlene Blanco, and then you had Aaron Pico. Pico. Pico looked great. Yep, good scrap and another good test for him. And they're starting to rev him up again. Um You know they they had to uh, he he got beat a bunch of times in a row, so they had to crank it down for him, and now they're gradually increasing uh, his his uh, his opposition, and he's passing all the tests again.
0: Yeah. Um. And I will say too, like I'm when you go back and look at his how they had him fight, like God did he fight some dudes? Yeah. It's incredible, yeah. right? Like yeah. I mean like even you know people mocked him when he lost his his pro debut, right? Because you know like he was he came in so highly touted. I think Zach Freeman was 12 and 0 at that time when he fought him. Like that's incredible. There, not I military mean, style at all. No. And and it, I think it was because they were like if he just beats this 12 and 0 guy, we'll 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 have something to talk about or you know I, yeah. and but then like he fought Shane Kirchin and Leandro Higo and like Yep. They they fed him to Henry Corrales who wound up beating him, but like he's fought some dudes and Justin Gonzalez was a dude too. Like he, he was twelve and zero too, and uh you know with with some like big name wins too. Like he beat Taiwan Clack uh, Claxton and um he he won on Contender Series. Like that, yep. that that's a tough dude to beat. So yeah, uh good on Pico for getting back in it.
1: Yep. All right, so that's uh, that's enough pumping Dan up, because he actually did good with those picks. Not that he did horrendous last night. No, uh, I'm a mediocre boy, baby. Mediocre (laughs) boy, but compared to me, I'm on a – yeah. Well, we'll talk about my heater in a second. Let's tell you about some sponsors, first of all. Uh, Winbet, ready to win money and boost your odds. Winbet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement to win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in all your favorite teams, players, and sports – from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more, WinBet has some brand new bonuses. New users new users can bet $1 and win $100 in any sport. Plus you, that's you with a capital Y, you can get up to $1,500 as a free bet on WinBet if you make a first deposit of $20 or more. Whatever your first wager is, a WinBet will match it 200%. For example, you bet $100, they give you $200 free bet. Max wager for the match is $750. Bucks. So the match it, 1500 Dan and I are, have been pretty good at telling you what you should use your bonus money on. Um, I think we... What did we do? The last time I think we said the Suns and they covered no problem, right? I think well, the then, Suns... Was was the Suns,
0: team. but but before that, I think... Or after that, I, I think I gave you a Sixers pick and they won as well. Yeah,
1: but uh, you also said how... Are the Knicks actually good now? And the question is, no, they're not. Yeah, they're not actually game. good. <laughs> no, they were actually good a few weeks ago when you mentioned it, but now they're they're not actually. But they good.
0: covered on the night that I said to pick them, though. So that's what matters. Yeah. Okay, uh, our, no. our two our,
1: our two hockey teams are about to play the Canadians and the Bruins. What do you? Well, then then obviously
0: put money on the Bruins. But yeah, uh, minus
1: two fifty Bruins. <laughs>
0: yeah, minus, minus two fifty Bruins. But if you want to win more than that, uh, take yep. the uh take the Denver Nuggets to beat the Mavericks on Monday night. Uh, they're getting yes. they're getting four. So uh, I I like Jokic more oh, I than know. I like I like that yeah like Joe just gonna keep it close
1: yeah yeah and the Mavs yeah they, they have not built a very good team around um around that Doncic fellow but all right so there you go the, the, there's your next pick we're we're giving you hockey and basketball picks and MMA picks on this show so great promos odds and payouts are happening right now at WinBet for Booster Parties to parlay, live in-game odds in every major sport we have what you need to win ready to play sign up today to receive a special offer risk free. $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. And while I'm speaking, let me tell you about PropSwap. We're brought to you by PropSwap. America is a marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. PropSwap always has the best odds because you're buying directly from other bettors like yourself. See a bet you like, but think the price is too high. Submit a bid for a price you think is fair and then buy it. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will double it up to 500 bucks. Double the cash means double the odds. If you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap. Every ticket purchased on PropSwap can be resold at any time. So your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money, just needs to improve. Thousands of bettors across the country are shopping for tickets on PropSwap every day. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. All right. UFC. Vegas 40. I have 41 right now, but it was actually 42. Um, last night you may know it as UFC fight night Holloway versus Rodriguez, not Rodriguez because he is not from, not from Brazil or Portugal for that matter. Um, all right. Um, 11 fight card we ended up with Dan was five and six, which is very mediocre. And he lost 174 bucks. Me, on the other hand, I went seven and four and I was up 125 bucks. So, like, I This is 13 weeks in a row now that I've been in the black. So I don't, I I still feel like I, I don't know. I still feel like you, you should be doing better than me, Dan, with with the way you break down fights. But apparently, I should have more faith in myself here. Well,
0: well, you you do tell me on one or two when you see like a nice. I didn't this past week. I wasn't even on the show. Okay, okay. Let me let me ask you a question Mm because because this is this is an important question. So what did you say you were in the the black by this time?
1: Uh, 125. I think I was gonna take Alvarez anyway. I know that's where your head is. That's
0: where I'm going because uh, I think I was, you read it anyway. about Yoel Alvarez uh, and and decided to pick him because you typically don't like guys who miss weight. But you know, a show came out and an article came out on Yoel Alvarez, and I would take him before he may wait. I, I
1: uh, my article went up Thursday morning, so okay. okay. I wrote it. I wrote it Wednesday night. So yeah, no, I t- I was on Alvarez. A lot of people.
0: He notoriously misses weight a lot. Yeah. Uh which I a know A lot sometimes. of people
1: were on him though.
0: I, I they, like, they should uh, have been Sean, really good. <laughs> Sean Sheehan. Sean
1: Sheehan on Severe MMA was saying how he had to like he was questioning picking him because because of the line and I was thinking the exact same thing. Like I was gonna I always try to make my picks before I look at the line and then I saw the line I'm like, hmm, am I missing something here?
0: No, but no. Apparently the, it the wasn't. Book, I didn't expect him to knock him out. Something.
1: <laughs> I didn't expect him to knock him out though, but he had seven inches of reach so I guess it wasn't and he's got better striking stats across the board so I guess it isn't a huge surprise but he's not really a knockout knockout dude I think you and I both expected him to catch him in a submission when they were grappling
0: yeah I thought a a bad sprawl or to be honest I I think I said this on the show too I, I think I had Alvarez by decision just thinking Moises wouldn't be able to get him down or would get threatened too much and feel like he's doing all right on the feet, but he wasn't doing all right on the feet. Because um, yeah. I, I thought Alvarez would be the better striker for sure, and he, he really was. Um, yeah. Yeah, not not that we should have started with you all, Alvarez, but I'm just right. saying, sometimes you – Plus 200, we have to. Sometimes <laughs> you tail me on picks like that. <laughs> exactly.
1: Plus 200, we we got to jump all over that. Um. So what's, what, four straight wins for him? Well, what to make of him? It's hard with him missing weight so badly all the time. Like he's gonna have to maybe go to welterweight if he can't get this under control. Yeah,
0: he he. It, this was less of a miss than his last one too. Against Yakolev, he missed um he missed by five pounds. I want to say I think he was almost one sixty. And and the interesting thing for me about Alvarez too, it, did he also miss weight once? Did he also missed weight once and have the fight canceled. Am I thinking something-
1: maybe? I'll yeah, have to check. Mean, check. I'm oh, Wikipedia.
0: Capology did oh, yeah. know that crap. Oh, yeah, um, that's true. They have canceled stuff. Yep. Uh, nope, never mind. That was a uh, visa issue was the last one that got canceled. So, yeah. no, he, he's never had it canceled for that, but he has missed a couple of times, and a couple of times in a row. He yeah. is huge for that division. Yeah. But is he big enough for 170? Oh, God, I don't know. I just hope, like, he either figures it out or – Gets that shit in check because my god, he is a talented one.
1: And it's all finishes too. I, I, I was uh I, I o- totally overlooked that part. He's won four straight fights via finish: TKO punches, submission guillotine choke, submission armbar, and TKO elbows and punches last night slash afternoon. So, um, yeah, we jumped right into the the prelim part because we both hit a plus two hundred dog in that. All right, let's, let's go to the main event. Pretty much. It was the fight we expected, and it was the outcome we expected. And it was the outcome. The minus 700 line made it look like it was the outcome that the, uh, the books expected. Um, Max Holloway looked great. Yara Rodriguez looked super tough and dangerous. And I don't know if there's much else really to say. We won fourteen twenty nine on that on our $100 bet.
0: Yeah, I, I am curious, uh, and I guess I just didn't watch it close enough, thinking about scoring, because it just seemed like Max was obviously winning. Right. Uh, and then when they read the scorecards, I was like, wait a second, did Yair win two rounds? Because, like, maybe he did, I guess. But, like, I, I don't know. Like, when I was watching that, I was like, maybe Yair eked out a round. But I I almost thought it must have been 30 or 50, 45. Um, but, again, this was me – not watching super closely, uh, but I think I I thought this was way too too close uh, in terms of what yeah. the scorecard looked like. Yeah, I
1: was I I was watching the exact same way. I thought well I think I was I was judging it more on on damage, which I think is what they're supposed to do anyhow. And he mm-hmm. uh, Holloway can eat uh, everything thrown his way so so well, and Rodriguez tends to get busted up a lot, so. Yeah, I, I thought um, it wasn't even close, but actually, you know, it was it was very close. Like, um, Barbigas was one fight away, which means he probably was like one key moment in one round away from from actually winning that fight. So, at yeah, least is, at least he split decision.
0: Yeah, yeah, which is crazy. Although it's it's weird too. I I just pulled up the scorecard. So everybody gave him the fifth round, which I, I think I yeah. get too. Um, but then one judge gave him the second, and one judge gave him the first. Uh, right, which yeah. doesn't feel right to me, but um, I think I'd more agree with the Salviato scorecard of Holloway, 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 and then maybe Rodriguez in the last one.
1: Yeah, um, not like uh, hopefully Rodriguez can get more uh, active than sitting you know, on the sidelines for two or three years. Uh, hopefully they can get him some fights and not against the very very top of the division every time. So he so he's in these massive battles um, and kind of maybe build him back up again they probably won't do that and he was he was technically cut by them because he 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 dared to to pass in a fight or um have issue with his contract or something which which is never a good thing so they may just keep feeding him killers but um i'd like to see him built up properly because he's one of the top of the division maybe he's not the very very you could argue he's probably could be the third best fighter in the division, but his record probably doesn't show it now because he's lost to Edgar. Now he lost to Holloway and he got a draw with, with Stevens and he's not been in the cage often enough.
0: Yeah. And there's because he's not been in the cage too. There's so many good fights at the top of that division for him. Yeah. Right. Like him and Ortega or, you know, if Zabit is actually not retired, like, you know, he's rumored to be right now, that would be a great, great fight. I'd run him back with Korean zombie. I think that's a fun fight. Like, you know, he hasn't fought guys like Cater or Arnold Allen or Josh Emmett or Giga Chikaze because, like, they weren't in the top of the division when he got here. So, like, all of those guys, too. then Barboza would be a fun-ass fight. Like, uh, yeah, like, it, it would be nice to see him stay active because there's so many fresh and good matchups for him there.
1: Do you see him clearly losing to anyone other than Holloway and, and uh, the champ?
0: Yeah, Giga giga to kill so? yeah yeah giga to kill um, oh
1: he would kill I, him would he i
0: i think giga would be an awful matchup for him because he's just a better striker the other thing too is and i think people forget this about yair i do not necessarily trust yair against somebody who would regularly wrestle um oh, that's true. which uh, granted at the top he, he's, he's lucky that at the top of featherweight there aren't a lot of them right like Volkanovsky, that's not how he goes. Holloway didn't shoot any takedowns. Ortega doesn't. I mean, like, he's got good submissions, but he doesn't shoot too many takedowns. Chan Sung Jung, he already fought. Cater doesn't fight to shoot too many takedowns. I guess maybe Arnold Allen and Josh Emmett kind of do, or Danny Ige. But, like, the, the division's not filled with guys who would do that to him. But, like, if you go down the line and find people like, you know, uh, Bryce Mitchell or Mulsar, Evloev, or uh Topuria, I think he would find bad matchups in some of the stylistic there because, like, Frankie Edgar took him down and beat the snot out of him, like, beat yeah. him badly, um, and I think people forget that, and since then, the only other person who could take him down since then uh, was Jeremy Stevens, who did so fairly regularly in that fight, so much so that I was in the arena for that fight, and people booed the decision because they thought Jeremy Stevens won on takedowns. Um, so like, yes, I, I think he's good, but I'm not ready to say like, he's going to beat everybody in the division, not named Max Holloway or, or Volkanovsky. Yep.
1: Yeah, keep rolling him out there and we'll see though. Um, yeah,
0: yeah. Hopefully they do.
1: Yep. Yeah, and that was a fight of the night, which, um, most people in my pick contest to run on MMA manifesto predicted, um, that I was kind of a no brainer pick. And it was actually one of the – there's only two fights that went to the decision um, last night. It was a very – I was going to say quick event, but but we did have a couple of uh, third-round finishes, uh, which you, you rarely see. Um, but we had a lot of early stuff, like the next fight, for instance, which we both got wrong, heavyweight. Marcos Rogero de Lima won a very sloppy slugfest in 32 seconds against Ben Rothwell. He TKO'd him multiple times. Um Okay, before we get into that, what are we going to do with Herb Dean, Dan? Get him Uh, out of there, man. That was his most – that was his his worst, his worst uh, gaff yet. Yo,
0: so they – and I'm sure I've said this before. So, like, if this sounds like I'm beating a dead horse, then I'm just going to beat it one more time. So here's my problem is that, like, you you have judges in the past who you've said they let fights go too long. I I think you probably remember that one where uh, Daniel Rodriguez beat – uh, Dwight, the body snatcher, Grant, who, like, stunned him, and uh, I think it was Chris Tyone, just kind of let it go. Uh, and eventually Daniel Rodriguez, like, found his wits, and Dwight Grant was unconscious based on just pure exhaustion, and so he popped him on the face once and, and won. So, like, and there was another Chris Tyone one, like, right back-to-back, and he, it was a late stoppage. You got other guys who've gone in there and have done, had really disgustingly early stoppages. The problem with Herb Dean is, he do- he's not even sure he wants to stop it. You know what I mean? Like, he runs in, makes contact with fighters, and then gets out of dodge. Like, what are you doing, dude? Like, if you're going to run in, and you're going to touch somebody, it's over. And you just need yes. to have that conviction. And if you don't have that conviction, you shouldn't be in there protecting fighters. Right? Like, because that's the goal, right? It's to protect the fighters. And, like, you can work on things if you're being too late or too early. But if you don't believe in yourself you you don't believe that you have good enough judgment to decide when this stops, you shouldn't be in there.
1: This is not a new thing with him. This has been a few years of, of this happening with him. So they seem to almost be, the commission seems to almost be pushing back and like giving him more high profile spots. than maybe he would have, he would have got, um, but yeah, that he didn't stop the fight last night. Uh, DeLima stopped the fight. DeLima yeah, turned around yeah. and asked him if the fight's over. He's like, yeah, okay. The fight's over.
0: Yeah, it it was bad. Um, But as far as the pick goes, uh, on another note, heavyweight MMA. That's what we're going to write it on. Yeah, exactly. Uh, That fight goes 30 Um, more seconds. Who knows what (laughs) happens?
1: So can we start fading him Rothwell at
0: this point? Um, I I I don't know. I wanted to start
1: fading him already, but –
0: The last time time I faded him really hard, he he kicked Stefan Struve in the ball sack three times and tired him out that way. So who knows? He could just go in with the right game plan, so –
1: (laughs) <laughs> yep, that was my lock pick, so I took a, a lock on the chin. Um, it was minus 155, so now I'm down 100, about 120 bucks in my locks. So I'm at 19 and 11. Dan had that one too, but not as a lock. So um, Next, moving on. Uh, women's featherweight. Felicia Spencer was a dog in there. She just did not let up on Leah Letson. Um Most of it was, was clinching against the cage and not really – not really stalling, clenching. She was battering her the whole time uh, for a few moments on, on the canvas also. But, yeah, uh, Felicia Spencer did what she had to do to win, and she ended up winning via TKO with some punches, and she had vicious elbows before that. So with only about 35 seconds left in the fight, she uh, she finished off Leah Letson.
0: I, I was impressed in how good her wrestling was. It, it looked yep. better than it has in a really long time, and, and I took Letson in this fight sort of on the premise that, like, if this stayed at distance on the feet, I favor Leah Letson, and I still right. do in that fight, right? Like, it, I don't, I don't think there's yep. any reason not to, not to favor her in a stand-up fight. But you know, props to to Felicia Spencer for making it not that.
1: Yep. So Dan got that wrong because you read the fight well. I, I with the plus two forty, you're you're on a wing and a prayer basically. You, you're yeah. hoping. You're hoping the fight ended up being a distance fight and it wasn't so no shame in the game, but I had Spencer. Ha ha. Next fight pretty much went the way we expected. Maybe it lasted longer than we expected. Chaos Williams TKO'd Miguel Baeza, but both men had their moments where they almost TKO'd the other. I uh, had Baeza, so I lost on that one. Dan had Williams, so he got plus one twelve, but um, I don't think we really learned too much about either guy in that fight. It was he pretty much fought the way we expected from the fight.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think we're slowly learning that, like, Chaos Williams is not just, like, a big, fiery puncher early on in the fight. Like, he, he can he can go the distance, which is pretty right. impressive. Because, um, like, I, I think early in his career, right after he knocked out Alex Morano and, and Abdul Razak Al-Hassan, which he did back-to-back in less than a minute total, um, and then he got out-grappled by Michelle Pereira and looked tired doing it, I think people kind of just said, like, oh, he's just a power puncher early in fights and he's shit otherwise. And I think he's doing a good job of showing us that he's not that. Um, like, I'm, I'm glad that he didn't immediately knock Miguel Baez out because he is showing that, like, there is some depth to what he's doing on the feet. Even if his defense isn't perfect, um, he is slowly figuring things out. And I'm, I'm pretty damn impressed by him. He's also one of those yeah. those welterweights. And the welterweight division is full of these guys going to be in a fun fight every single time. Like, the dude is not – it's, like, him, Pereira, uh, used to be Mike Perry. uh, I mean, like, Nico Price, uh, Tim Means. uh, I mean, you could still throw Matt Brown in there. Like, God, Welterweight has got, like, those fringe top 15 guys are so fun.
1: You got her. Uh, So I got the one wrong. We got the next one right. Benawait, Sung Yadong, minus 145. Uh, both hit that one. He won via TKO, head kick and punches in the second round, minute 35, over Julio Arce. Time, so that's basically seven and one uh, in the UFC for Yadong, and he's won two straight. In my performance rankings, he's moved up to fourth now, and he's not even ranked in the UFC uh, official rankings. So he, the only people I have him behind, based on based on uh, the opponents he's beaten and how he's beaten them, the only people he's behind are is uh, Sterling, Dillashaw, and Yan. So I think it's time that we get a number beside this guy's name in the official rankings, and we get him a top shelf opponent.
0: So he's had a number in front of his name a couple of times, but I'll say this: he does have a loss to Kyler Phillips that looked real yep. bad. His, his only his, loss, though, that's the thing. His draw with Cody Stamen really should have been a loss. Like th- that one really should have been a loss. Um, the split decision to Casey Kenny. You know, like, if you just look at his resume, it's, like, I mean, like, I guess the win against Marlon Vera winds up looking the best, but, like, ultimately, it, like, doesn't look like he has a whole bunch of wins, and, of course, you know, you have to get a good opponent in order to beat a good opponent, so, like, it'd be nice if they put him in there with somebody, but... I, I don't know. He, he I think he. Th- this fight probably helps him because it was an exciting finish. But his like right. kind of boring ass style, I think, is like stymied him getting any kind of meaningful fight. And like I said, the fact that I'm pretty sure he lost to Cody Stamen and Kyler Phillips, who are not really like super elite sounding names.
1: Plus, th- that's that's Dan for you with the revisionist history. But
0: regardless. and I, well, I like Sonya Dog and I picked him to win, but at the same time, like yep, you have to. You have to like point out like eh, he's pre- pre- probably not got much going on there.
1: So in the main card, we both went three and two. You actually end up more money on the main uh, uh, up on on the money score in the main card because so you had the plus one twelve dog. So let's see how let's see how you, how you did in the prelims, Dan. Maybe you did better than me last night. <laughs> no, maybe not. No, First maybe of all, not. maybe not. Better fantasy. <laughs> better fantasy is a new. Free to play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the matchups. You can cash out for gift cards when your bets hit, and even help raise money for charity along the way. Brand new is a brand new company looking to grow their early adopter community. It's got a slick app, it's fun to use, and one of the reasons we do uh, love we love playing here at SGPN is they also offer prop betting. So if you're in a state that hasn't legalized gambling yet, you can get in some prop bets on Better Fantasy. So free to play download today on the iPhone or Android. You can check them out at B E T T O R slash S G P N. That's B E T T O R slash S G P N. Also, have you heard about price picks? Price picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love this and I know you will too. Price picks the best NBA DFS prop game on the market. Price picks offers more NBA props than any other DFS prop operator. It offers all the superstar players as well as bench players only recording a handful of minutes each game. Price Picks offers any prop you can think of from yardage, touchdowns, even interceptions thrown. All of your users that deposit and use your promo code, which would be SGP, so all of our listeners that use SGP will receive 100% instant deposit match up to 100 bucks. That's promo code SGP. Here's how it works. You pick, player, you pick two to five players and the over and under on the projections, and if you hit it, you can win up to 10 times on any entry basically, it's just you versus the projected number. PricePix allows mixed board entries. So you can take the over on a LeBron uh, prop combined with the under on a Mahomes prop on the same entry. Uh, Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy. PricePix is safe and offers fast withdrawals. So don't hesitate. Check out PrizePix.com. Use promo code SGP. Get your 100% instant deposit match up to $100 or go to your app store and download the app today. Price Picks is daily fantasy made easy. All right. We already did jo- Joel, Joel Alvarez. Everyone seems to be calling him Joel still. Um, he got probably the biggest win of his career over Tiago Moises and won us plus $200, 200 uh, bets. Uh, so we hit that one. I hit my next underdog also. I had Andrea Lee at plus money, plus 100 Dan had Cynthia Calvillo. Lee won TKO corner stoppage, which is very rare to see after the second round. Um, yeah, this is a very big win for Lee. That's two wins in a row for her after, I think she lost three straight
0: before that. Yeah, she had, she had lost three straight, yeah. Yeah,
1: she was in trouble, but this vaults uh, flyweight, women's flyweight is not a very deep division, and they're always looking for new uh, fresh meat to to feed to the champion, uh, Shevchenko. So this vaults her way up, up there. She's probably... One fight away from a title shot, depending on on how she looks in her next fight. If she wins decisively again,
0: uh, ooh, I'm not. Sure I don't think I don't think
1: she's good, but I don't I'm think not. She's sure. that good. She's okay, I, but
0: I mean, like she would have to be somebody pretty substantial in her next fight. Um, because you got to remember, she has losses to all of those women in front of her, and now it's some of the women behind her, right? Like. She yeah. lost to Lauren Murphy. She lost to Joanne Calderwood. She she lost to Roxanne Modaffari. Lauren Murphy. Lauren Murphy.
1: you are you just naming all your favorites. Lauren Murphy. Laura but, Matafari, but my point
0: Matafari. is that like they're my favorites because they're like not actually. I, I mean they're good. They're not yeah. like world beaters, and they beat her soundly. Um, like yeah. she she couldn't compete with their physicality. Throwing her in there with Valentina Shevchenko would be a sacrifice in like the most brutal way, and I get that there are not a lot of challengers for Valentina Shevchenko right now. But like, uh, granted, Andrea Lee picking up a stoppage is very nice. I don't think she's one away. I think she's a lot more than one away.
1: I don't know. I, I don't think she deserves it or is gonna gonna have any chance against Shevchenko. I'm just saying it, it comes down to timing. But anyhow, she looked good. Uh, what are we doing about Calvillo? That's what three straight losses for her. Uh, she's 34 years old, which is kind of surprising. Uh, they mentioned that in severe MMA this morning, and I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't have thought she was that yeah, old. I, she's not like, she, not like she's a she's a young up and comer, and she hasn't seemed to progress very much at all. Um, the
0: the the worry for me here is that like it now seems like the move up to flyweight was uh, yep. prob- problematic, right? Like it yep. it doesn't seem to be, it doesn't seem to be working. Like nope. she doesn't seem to belong up there, and. Like the move to flyweight was like sort of the move to like jumpstart her career because she had she had missed weight you know like I think twice down at strawweight and didn't really feel like she could you know maintain her weight there and stuff like that but like like there, there's so many issues with her up there um, yeah like physicality wise distance wise like she's not a particularly tall or long fighter like she got a 64 inch reach which is five foot four which is actually yeah. her height too which is so she's she's got a very short reach for somebody in that division yeah. and now you know being 34 thinking about her going back down a weight man like you've got to imagine that would be hell on her so yeah like yeah I, I don't know it, it seems weird to think that the UFC might just cut her loose but the UFC might just cut her loose at this point <laughs> yep
1: yeah, you never yeah uh, I, you can see that three straight losses usually is is uh grounds for, for termination two straight fights uh losses sometimes is also so uh, andrea Lee got the bonus for that which I'm sure she's happy about 50 grand in her bank account um, next fight we both got right this was Dan's lock Sean Woodson uh featherweight used his insane size and length to TKO punches to the body, which is fun to see. Um, four and a half minutes into the fight over Colin Anglin. Um, yeah, Woodson pretty much fought the way that Woodson, Woodson should, 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 fight, should fight, yeah. <laughs> yep, should fight to win, and we, we hit minus 325. I don't know if there's much else to say about that.
0: No, he's fighting a, a guy who has trouble getting on the inside of long-foot strikers. Um, yep. Daniels. And he but he's a long striker, so <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yep. Oh, and Chaos Williams also got the bonus, sorry, earlier on. So Williams and Lee and then Holloway and Rodriguez were all the bonus winners. Um next fight, this was this was a bummer for us, Dan. Uh Liana Juju Jojua. First she missed weight and then she got pieced apart. Uh picked apart on the feet, um, which is not something we would expected was going to happen over Courtney Casey outboxing her, but that's what happened for three straight rounds. That was uh, disappointing. Um, that was one of her dogs plus plus one thirty-five, And yeah, it could not have been more wrong. How did we screw up on this one, Dan? We
0: screwed up because we thought Leanna Jojo would, would shoot takedowns with some sort yeah. of regularity, or at least I did. Like the, the yeah, that's what we were banking on. She, she shot three and scored on two of them. And, and like, yep. not for anything, she she didn't get a ton of top control time right she only held her down for a minute and a half or so but like if she had just used that more regularly i think it would have also opened up her striking um and and if you go back and listen to the breakdown again i'm almost positive one of the things i said was like she just needs to regularly shoot takedowns and she'll be fine um and she didn't she just like she had success and was like ah fuck it i'm just going to box her uh and like she got outboxed by Miranda Maverick who's also not a boxer so like I I was just disappointed in the game plan because uh, Jojua, I think would have had an easy time had she decided to box or uh, decided to wrestle rather.
1: Yep. Um. Yeah. We she could be in trouble also. That's what two straight losses, three two straight losses, and she's one and three now in the UFC. So that's not not looking so hot for her. Uh, she's I think young, her being
0: so... twenty twenty six and from Georgia yep. helps because they they yep. seem to like what they're tapping into in Georgia.
1: Yeah, home of the Atlanta Braves, World Series champions,
0: yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah,
1: same joke. Yeah, and Courtney Casey, she needed that win, and she got it, so good for her. Um, Good for her, making us lose. All right, so we got that one wrong because Joshua did not game plan, game plan properly. That's what we're blaming that one on. We got Mark D. Casey wrong, minus 190 in the next fight. Uh, yeah, things didn't start off so hot for us. He got submission, guillotine choked over Rafael Alves. Seemed to be a lot of Bad blood between these two. I, I don't really know any backstory about uh, about that, but DKC did not look good in his return. Dan, he got rocked, nope. uh, stunned in his feet, and then choked out. So how do we screw up here? We we thought DKC would be how he looked a little, like looked little, in the sharper, past. Li- little
0: sharper, little sharper, a little less ring rust. Um, yeah, you know, Alves. I, I did say I thought Alves is a super explosive, yeah. uh, really powerful, and pretty much all we needed was. Casey to drag him deep into a fight because he wrestles quite a bit, and he, you know, Alves has those those like big explosive movements all the time that would just tire him out. Um, and we saw Demiras Magulov pretty much do that to him. He's like take him into deep waters and, and win a decision there. Kind of thought D.K.C. would do the same thing, and instead D.K.C. just uh, he got smacked by the dude who is the explosive power puncher. So,
1: yep, yeah, not uh, D.K.C. was. He he's a bit of a disappointment. He was one of those guys who came in with a lot of hype. He was on top turtle back in the day, right?
0: Way back in the day, yeah. Way yeah. back
1: and now, yeah, it's hasn't really gone according to schedule for him. Um what's his record now in the UFC? He's what he's five and five now, so but lost two straight, so not so hot. Um all right, and then the opener. I got the opener right. Uh da on Zhong. Uh, KO'd, actually. This wasn't one of the rare uh, KOs. Not a TKO on this card. Uh, elbow's over. Kennedy ends the Chukwu. Took him three minutes and four seconds first round. Both guys were quite tentative on the feet until Jung started um, finding his range and pieced him up, and I got minus 125 on that, and Dan lost even money bet on that. So, tell me how you screwed up there, Dan.
0: It's uh, surprising to me that that Jung had the power to put him away. Um, yeah. It's like... I, I, it is shocking to me that Daun Jung is the one who put him away when you consider that he went in there, let DeMilo, Danilo Marquez take his back and nearly choke him out, had a good enough defensive jujitsu to deal with that. But Carlos Alberg, who is an incredible kickboxer, took 800 punches to the face and had enough chin to take that. But for some reason, Dao Jung was the one who he couldn't uh, take it from, which is, it seems weird that that's the guy who did him in um that because i you know i wouldn't think he's a better power puncher than carlos albert but uh i mean i guess elbows hurt more um but maybe that's yeah the maybe the maybe this
1: is maybe this is uh he's accumulating damage over over all those fights you're talking it about could be tonight.
0: that too for sure yeah
1: so what uh what do we think of jung now he's one in the ufc uh pretty uh pretty easy not easy division but but not uh light headweights not a stacked division by any means so what are your thoughts on him?
0: So I would be more excited. However you mentioned 4-0 and one. Do you want to go ahead and read me off who that <laughs> draw is against
1: if I well oh who the draw was against. So you want the, the one the one um, blemish on this record. Alright fine Dan I'll play your game. Um he won the contender series and then he lost to Paul Craig in his debut, which is a tough debut. Uh beat Darko Stosic, who who isn't in the UFC anymore, I don't think, right? Um beat Carlos Alberg. Is he still in the UFC? Yeah, he's still around.
0: Oh you're you're beat, reading the truth you're oh, the tru- yeah, I'm sorry I'm you're reading, reading the truth yes, 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 yes. record. I was like I don't All remember right, him fighting Darko Stosic, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's true. All right. Um Kid is it Brighamov him off. He uh submitted him he's not in the UFC anymore, is he? No, he was terrible. So he beat uh, K.O. Mike Slow Rodriguez. He just got cut, right? He did. Yes. Uh, he drew with Sam Alvey. Yeah, he I drew. That he drew with <laughs> Sam
0: Alvey, Jeff. And then he, he
1: beat William Knight and beat Kenan Hansen Chiku. So not not the greatest round.
0: Right? In 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 Sam Alvey's last seven fights, he's o six in one, yes, draw. The one. The draw. The one. The draw is Daun Jung. So if you're telling me, you know, go buy stock in Daun Jung, I'm gonna pump the brakes just a little bit on that because okay. yes. Impressive win. He's now beat Zuchuku and William Knight back-to-back. Um, but uh, two out of his four UFC wins are no longer with the UFC, and he has drawn Sam Elvey. So uh, not not uh, sold on him yet.
1: All right. Dan answered the question there um, by making me read a bunch of things. Off the screen. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to read a few more things for you. I'm going to read you about so bet. says, when did sports betting become so rigid? Sports betting is meant to be social. When I picture betting, I picture bootleggers with mustaches, definitely tossing bets around in a speakeasy. Sobat is taking the social lineage of betting and putting a modern twist on it by providing a modern platform. Sobat is changing the game with their new product. Head over to Sobat.io and create an account to see for yourself. Through their fully functioning and free web application, you can access a demo of their app, which will launch next fall. The app includes consensus lines from Vegas, a feed of what other people are betting on, and the ability to send friendly wagers to anyone you know via text, QR codes, and links among other methods, as I struggle to read. No money is transacted on the app, and it's purely competitive. Next time you're with your friends watching sports, turn the dial up a notch. Go to SoBet.io and see who can hit the most ridiculous bets. Users have the ability to place bets off Vegas odds or generate a bet by changing any metric they want, as long as somebody is on the other side to accept. Let's get back to the roots of betting with SoBet. Go to SoBet.io. That's so, T.io today to join the revolution. And if you haven't already and you're downloading apps, SGPN, we have an app. It's now live in the App Store on Google Play. We'll give you easy access to all our picks and podcasts. You can get reminders, and notifications, and all that fun stuff. So, and if you could give us a glowing app review because we deserve it, that would be much appreciated. All right, so there's nothing really, other than next week's UFC, there's nothing else worth, well, there's always something worth betting on, but there's nothing else we're really going to handicap, is there? There's no real regional... Or Bellator or anything like that. I think the next, the other only other thing worth mentioning might be Ryzen. Nothing else really.
0: Well, and, and the, Ryzen for me is really like a one fight card. Like no offense yeah. to all the other ones, but it's like King Raina is fighting, and uh, she's always kind of fun to watch. But um, CFFC's taking place on Friday. Um, yep. When when you mentioned you didn't think there was too much, I looked and CFFC's going, but it, it is kind of a down card for them too um you know they they got a bantamweight title fight between damon blackshear who you might remember from uh see contender series yeah he was a contender series guy i want to say if not he fought in like bellator and ces and other organizations that i'm familiar with um but like he he's a he's a decent name in the the regional circuit and he's pretty damn good um but like he's also lost to guys who are gonna keep him out of the UFC, and he's fighting a five and O dude in the main event, DeAndre Anderson. So, l- like, not a real impressive main event. And DeAndre Anderson is like more of a boxer than anything else. And then there's a couple other like five and O and three and O guys. a guy Wade Johnson, who's eleven and two, who we haven't seen in four and a half years. So, like, not just like not a lot of big names for a CFS C card. So, yeah, not a lot going on this weekend other than um, Catlin Vienna versus Misha Tate. Yes. I
1: think. Can you bet on CFFC anywhere?
0: I think, I, Have you found it anywhere? I think sometimes it shows up, but usually not until like the night before. Um, so you're not going to see any consensus lines. And, okay. you know, like I, I I probably wouldn't just like handicap this blindly and then go look for the lines. I'd probably wait until the lines came out and see if there was something that was like, oh, that yeah. seems way off and, and cherry pick it. But especially on this card where there's just like not a lot of people you've ever heard of. Um, with the, the exception of the main event, uh, I'd probably just, you know, it's it's on there on Friday night if you're looking for some fights to watch. But, uh, yeah, as far as the gambling side of things, probably not too helpful.
1: Maybe if you hit Dan up in our Slack channel um, come Friday, maybe he'll have a bet for you. Who knows? Who's to say? But uh, SGPN Slack is, is the place to be, people. New people are popping up in the Fight channel there all the time, which is, which is good to see. Uh, as Dan mentioned, UFC will be at Vieira versus Tate. Uh, it would be Ketland, Vera, and Misha Tate. And that is next Saturday from the UFC Apex, another fight night card. Um, maybe not packed with massive names, but it, it is a pretty – it's got a lot of fun-looking fights on it. we got Vera versus Tate. Um, probably the, the most exciting one would be the co-main event, uh, Michael Chiesa versus Sean Brady. Would you not say?
0: Yeah, that one's really or fun. The most interesting, at least? I, I and, and definitely the most – yeah, the most uh... – the most impactful fight is that one. But I would also yep. say I'm I'm really interested in uh Joanne Wood. Um no more Wood Calderwood. Potter Calderwood Wood. Yeah, I wish it was hyphenated, but it is just Joanne Wood now. <laughs> um so Joanne Calderwood or Wood, nay Calderwood, um is fighting Talia Santos, uh, right. who has just looked exceptional lately. So another big step up for her. Um, David Gray.
1: contender fight also, right? Yeah, like I'm, she, I'm always she, I'm always trying to find people for Shevchenko. It sounds like she, she's podcast. closer.
0: She's way yeah. closer than Andrea Lee. She would eat yeah, Andrea yeah. Lee for breakfast. Um, yeah. so like, yeah, Talia Santos, uh, Joanne Wood, um, plus yeah. Davy Grant, Adrian Yanez should be fun. Right. Terence McKinney, Ferris Zayem should be uh bonkers too because they're both crazy fun strikers. Um, of oh. course, Terence McKinney is in his, I think this is his fifth fight this year. Um maybe Second UFC fight, right? It might be his sixth fight this year. Really? Um, if I'm not mistaken. Hang on, let me get this is this is always makes for good radio. Um yeah, like about, the, he the fight is, right
1: before that too. This Zoom will be his looks, mm.
0: This will be his fifth fight this year. That's wild. Um, he's Second already UFC four, fight, right? He's already four 0 oh. yeah. He won an SHP, whatever that organization is. Uh he had a pair of wins in LFA, and now he'll have a pair of fights in the UFC. And get this. Total fight time right now, after all of that, is under two minutes currently. He has been in <laughs> the, the cage for less than two minutes, uh, and he's stepping into his fifth fight. So, uh, yeah, you don't blink when Terrence McKinney's in there.
1: And did uh, I thought you were going to mention Luma Lukbunmi versus Lupi Godinez. Gad- that should be an interesting matchup as well.
0: It should, because uh, especially after—so this will be Lupita Godinez's third fight in a month, yep. um, which is crazy— and yep. as we saw with her, like real interesting play between can she wrestle, can she not wrestle? Right, because we yep. saw Strawweight easily wrestle and dominate and armbar Silvana Gomez Juarez. Then she moved up to flyweight for the next one, couldn't deal with the length, power, tie striking of Luana Carolina. Now she gets somebody who's almost like a hybrid. She's very small. Luma Lupume L- L- is, yep. you know, naturally an atom weight. She used to make yep. one oh five but she has that same style as Luana Carolina. So it's a very interesting fight from a stylistic standpoint, um, for sure.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm liking this card as I, as I look over it. Um, it's got a lot of interesting fights and some, some actually meaningful stuff, but interesting to see if Misha Tate is, is actually officially back and, um, is, is a top contender in the division or not. um, so yeah, that we will be breaking that down on Wednesday when we are back Wednesday night slash Thursday morning whenever you listen to it. Um, and I I see there's a rumor that Hamzat Shemyev is going to fight Gilbert Burns. Did you see that, Dan?
0: I had not seen that. I knew he was yeah, pushing. It's just for a rumor at this point. I, I knew he was pushing for a fight. I knew um, Burns always seems to be pushing for a fight, so it, it certainly makes sense. Um, I mean like. Leon Edwards definitely just priced himself out of a title shot if uh, Comzant were to beat Gilbert Burns because
1: there's no doubt getting screwed over again. Like, uh,
0: but so you can say that, right? Like, you can yeah, say he's getting he's screwed over, right? But, but right, like they if they offered you any of those opponents, because I guarantee Gilbert Burns would have fought him uh, on the same date that Jorge Masvidal was supposed to. Right? There's no yeah. doubt in my mind Gilbert Burns would have fought him, but he decided not to take that fight. Right, like he decided he did not want to fight Gilbert Burns on that date, and he would just wait for a title shot. I'm guaranteeing he gets overlooked because of it.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. There, if if this Burns, like I said, is just a, a rumor at this point, this Burns, uh, Chimaev fight happens. I think they're looking to do it like on the pay per view at the end, uh, next month. They're basically fast tracking Chimaev to a, a title shot because if he beats Burns, then then I would say he's definitely next up.
0: Yeah, I, I would say – I would say 1,000% if he beats Burns. And I would also say this. T- tell me I'm wrong. If Burns were to beat Kamzat Chemaev, is he not ahead of Leon Edwards too?
1: Probably. <laughs> I think everyone is Leon Edwards. Yeah. he, um, he he's, he's
0: really he's, good. He's, yes. he's a really good fighter. And I don't mean to shit on him like this, but, like, dude, like – it, when when Jorge Masvidal backs out of a fight, you can't just say, "Cool, I'll wait and just pretend this was a win."
1: That's what he did last last time too, a few years that,
0: ago. That, that, that's that's <laughs> what he did when he when Gilbert Burns got his first title shot. Right, G- yes, Gilbert yes. Burns wound up with that title shot instead, and like, you can't just be like, "That's fine, I'll just count this as a win," because it turns out you don't get to decide that.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah, so he's this isn't definitely... like this
0: isn't like a, a a playground brawl where when the other guy doesn't show up you get to tell your friends you won. Yeah, like right. it, it doesn't work that way. <laughs>
1: All right, so Chimayev Burns, give me a line. Tell me who you're picking and what you're betting. Go on this so, pretend fight,
0: oh man. If, if this had a line, I, I got to imagine Chimayev is going to be a huge favorite, right? Yeah. Right, like he, he's negative three hundred, negative three hundred, negative two twenty or plus two twenty five, maybe on the return. And again, I will continue to be wrong on Kamzat fights all the time. I've picked against him. I didn't pick against him with with Lee Jingliang, but I've picked against him before, like with Gerald Mearshart and shit, because I was just like, he shouldn't be a negative 800 favorite until I've seen more. And I I sort of feel the same way against Gilbert Burns. Like, he shouldn't be a massive favorite over Gilbert Burns until I've seen him fight anybody with a quarter of the skill of Gilbert Burns, right? Like, what would Gilbert Burns do to to Lee Jingliang? Probably the same shit, right? Like, he would yep. probably beat the hell out of him, too. So, like, to just automatically assume Kanzat's going to kill him, yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, especially because, man, like, Burns cracks, too, on the feet. You know, we saw him crack Usman a couple of times. I mean, like, he he yep. gave Usman a pretty damn good first round. Uh, and here we are probably talking about him being a massive underdog to a guy who just came off of a fight with Li Jingliang. Uh So, yeah, I would say... That's probably where it's at. And as far as picking somebody, I I don't have any clue. Like I I, I out is so hard to cap right now.
1: Yep, I, I have a feeling he's going to be a guy. He, he may end up being champion before we actually realize that he really is. <laughs> up up to the uh, the hype being thrown his way Cause, um yeah it's like, moving
0: so he, fast. It's just moving yeah, so fast. That, like uh, he he could be champion, and I could still not be sure he's good.
1: Yep. That's what that's what I'm trying to say, but I'm I'm running out of words again because we're at the end of the podcast. So, um, yeah, we'll be back Wednesday. Um, we won't be talk. Well, we, maybe we'll be talking about Shmaya. Who knows? Uh, we will be talking about Vieira versus Tate for sure. And I'll I'll give you winning picks, Dan. I'm not sure, we'll see. Uh, what he decides to do. Um, mediocre
0: or better. Remember,
1: mediocre. Yeah. All right, mediocre. Yeah. You guys just keep keep tra- tailing him regardless, and and uh, praising him when. When the real genius is is in your midst and you're not even noticing. I I appreciate
0: all my fans.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You do have a lot of fans. That's true. Um, So make sure you go on our Slack channel and you can be Dan's fan too. Um, You can follow us on Twitter. You can be fans there. I'm Jeff Fox, writer. He's Gumby Vreeland. Read our stuff on sportsgumbypodcast.com. Dan has been dabbling in NBA stuff Uh, now that baseball's over and I will have my UFC stuff up there as per usual. And you can read both of our MMA writing at mma-manifesto.com. Um did I give all get all the plugs, down? I think that's it, right? I think you got it. All right. Until Wednesday I will be Juicy J Jeff Fox and he will be Daniel the Shits Freeland. And we'll talk to you then. Bye.